A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Reclining at table with his disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, Amen, amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another at a loss as to whom he meant. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot. After Judas took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, what you are going to do, do quickly. Now None of those reclining at table realized why he said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him, buy what we need for the feast or give something to the poor. So Judas took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. When he had left, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say it to you. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you. The cock will not crow before you deny me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today's gospel and the rest of these readings as we lead into the Triduum focus on the person of Judas, the betrayer. And we have these three characters in today's gospel. There's Peter, John, the beloved disciple, and Judas. And when our Lord says, one of you will betray me, Peter is the first to sort of ask the question, who will it be? Almost as if he has this anxiety that says, ah, maybe it's going to be me. Is he talking about me? Do you ever feel like that? Like sometimes, you know, you hear like something happen and you automatically start to think about like, what did I do wrong? Or what what did I do? It must be me. I'm the guilty one. And so he asks John to ask Jesus, and John has been reclining at Jesus' side. John is the youngest and the innocent one who's able to just follow our Lord in love. And he asks. And then our Lord points out that it is 
Judas. And from that moment, Satan entered him. And the voice of temptation, it always makes us think we're doing a good thing when we're doing a bad thing. He's the deceiver. And so Judas probably thinks what he's doing is heralding in the Messianic age where our Lord would be some kind of a political leader kind of pushing forward the rebellion. And he leaves to go betray our Lord. And Peter is the first to speak up about how he won't betray the Lord, right? Like he's in his side of things, his temptation is to cover up his insecurities by being bold. Maybe he was thinking, oh no, is he talking about me? But what he says is, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. I'll lay down my life for you. I will never leave you. I'm going to do more than everybody. And then our Lord says, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. You also will deny me. And John just continues to rest on our Lord's chest. And it's John who stays faithful. It's John who's there at the crucifixion. It's John who's there in this moment of desolation. In a time of desolation. And that's the goal. As we continue to fall in love with our Lord as we allow our longing for our Lord to draw us to his heart, that, that we would be able to rest in him even in this time of desolation. And the good news for all of us is that sometimes we're all three of these people. Sometimes we just completely run away from our Lord. Sometimes you know, we're really bold in our proclamations, but we don't follow through. Sometimes we also just can rest in him. And our prayer during this Holy Week is that it is a time that we can rest in him, that we can come to know his heart and realize his great love for us, his affirmation of us his desire to be close to us. That the greatest moment of grace in history was also a moment of desolation for so many. And so we ask our Lord that we be open to the graces of this time of desolation, especially as we enter into this Holy Week, that that he may be glorified in us in the way that we live out our faith and our family lives in the way that we remember what our Lord gave for us and what our Lord did for us.
in this holiest of weeks. And let us now pray together a prayer of spiritual communion. Lord Jesus Christ, although I cannot now receive you in the most holy sacrament of the altar, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart and abide with me forever, you in me and I in thee, in time and in eternity.